Hello, welcome to the Kindness Company podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about life in week two of growing the Kindness Company and how quickly everything can change and how quickly new ideas come in and what to do with it all and how to keep everything simple. And hopefully there'll be a few tips and tricks in here. And if you are starting your own company or in the midst of your own company, hopefully there are a few things here um, that you'll be able to pull from and help you. Um, So week two is kind of exciting. I'm really pleased that I'm able to document our journey because I wasn't able to do this with my previous company and I wish I had. Um, So I guess I'm just um, (laughs) filling a little bit of a a dream of mine, I guess. Um, But this week, a few things have happened. So we're now starting um, week two. Um, And if I just pause for a minute and look back at week one, I can already see that the pace has started to pick up already within seven days. Um, The first thing that I'm focusing on at the moment is actually growing the community, um, the movement around the kindness company. I'm doing this before, you know, even introducing any type of offering, selling, anything like that. Right now, my primary goal is to build the movement around the business. Because when I'm able to do that, then I'm able to kind of get clear on the message that I want to tell people, the story that the business is going to tell. You know, I'm able to understand kind of the needs of our customers and what it is that they're looking for and where they are at the moment. And then I'm able to kind of make sure that our product, our messaging, you know, the community that we're building or the support that we're providing, all of those things will be able to actually give value to the very people that we want to serve so for me this is um the place where where i'm at at the moment and where kind of all my focus is going um so in terms of how we're doing well there is a facebook page up at the moment i haven't done a great deal with it it's around about 317 i think um so that's been done you know more or less organically and there are a few posts going up at the moment but it's it's not working in the way that i would traditionally um share with people or actually the way that i want it to work going forward so at the moment i've kind of placed facebook on hold because actually what i'm going to do with facebook is that as we kind of progress through the journey and we get nearer and nearer towards the launch of the kindness company on September the 17th you know I will then sort of eight to ten weeks ahead of that launch I will then start to ramp up Facebook our advertising I will start to then you know be able to kind of give out more information about the launch of the business um, you know and all of those kind of things Um, so that's kind of exciting that's already there so there's a presence there which also means if anyone searches for it they can see there's up-to-date content they can see that that you know what we're trying to do Um, there's a platform there as well Um, and I can already see that out of 317 people that we've managed to um, attract to the page in a couple of weeks um, that actually, um, you know, they're predominantly women, um, mainly based in the UK and the US, which is great for us because the brand is going to be a global brand. Um, So it's all heading in the right direction. But my focus at the moment is actually on Instagram. And this is a bit um, unusual for me because my previous business I launched on Facebook um, and I built that to, you know, 400,000 following, reached 7 million people a week. So Facebook is the platform that I know. And it would actually make more sense for me to focus there because that's my comfort zone. That's, you know, I know exactly how to have a conversation on that platform, which I guess is actually the reason why I'm probably leaving it as the second community that I'm probably going to build um, because, because I know it, because I know what to do whereas Instagram though I had you know 10,000 followers before for our old business because we didn't concentrate on it a lot I think there's a lot of value and a lot of merit on being on the Instagram platform and at the moment is where I would like our voice to be heard 
Um, it's also the place where I need some more time to actually learn how we're going to be scaling Instagram. So I've started that earlier because I know it's a platform that I'm not familiar with. And we've had some fast growth. So we're already shooting up to 600 followers um, in, in sort of like a few weeks with more focus on it. Um, we're starting to get, I'm starting to get really clear about our mission and our purpose and what we're doing. Um, initially, I started with kind of just putting quotes on and everything because everyone loves quotes and they make you very happy. Um, it depends on the quotes you share, of course. But I wanted to set a really lovely, happy, positive tone to my Instagram. And I love bright because bright will also be bright colours will be part of our brand going forward. And so what I wanted to do is actually start getting um, people attracted to the Instagram account based on the tone and the language and the things that I'm saying um, on the post through our feed. Um, and then what's happening is very, very slowly, you'll start to see that I'm starting to talk about the objectives of the kindness company, um, which is something I actually launched last week, and what our mission is, what our purpose is. So all of these things are now starting to come into play. And as I talk about them more and more, I will find that I will actually start finding the message, the story that I will then start to tell about the kindness company. Um, you know, you've probably heard 100 people say this, especially when you're starting something new. Don't wait for things to be perfect, just get going. Because if you wait for things to be perfect, then you'll talk yourself out of it. You know, you'll get fearful, you'll lose confidence, all those kind of things. So the best way to do it is just kind of step out there and kind of almost figure it out as you go along. And at the end of the day, that's kind of the entrepreneurial spirit. You know, we fight through challenges, you know, we hop over kind of barriers, you know, we work our way through it. Um, and so what I'm trying to do with Instagram at the moment is to listen to the comments that we're being told is to start having conversation and build relationships and then hopefully that Instagram movement will then start to benefit us um, as we move forward so I'm really clear this week in terms of what it is that I want to do so I've got a number in my head that I want to try and achieve by the time we launch um, it's a big number and if I can get anywhere near 10,000 followers by September that would be awesome if we can't then you know it's not the world's not going to collapse around me um, but that's just a number a goal I've given myself um, and in order to kind of meet that goal I need to know that all of the actions and everything that I'm doing are actually moving me towards that target so for example this week we're at 600 at the moment um, and so my aim is to get us to a thousand by the end of the week and then to keep kind of giving updates about the you know the purpose of the company um, so the fact that we're creating the handmade um, dolls by artisans in Bangladesh um, the fact that the money that we're going to be um, paying these artisans will be going towards you know as raising their families but enabling their children to go to school um, and also the fact that the dolls are going to be raising money to help build schools in in countries um, like Sierra Leone um, and you know help children that are you know currently out of school and I think there's around two million I think children in Sierra Leone without an education and one of the things that I've been discovering and looking into um, as well is that you know in order for the children to be able to go to school, the schools have to be there. So that's something that we can help in the Western world by, um, you know, hopefully sort of supporting charities who are out there building schools. Um, but they'll also need things like the um, school kits, you know, so their textbooks, their pencils. Um, they're going to need blackboards. You know, you're going to need teachers with, to be trained to have their teacher education. Um, you know, uniform and things like uniform and kits and things, you know, their kits like their pencils and things are things that their parents, etc., need to support them with and obviously if they're living in poverty and they have got no means of income or they're just surviving they can't afford that to do that so what we have to do is try and close the loop um, and kind of have a look at the entire piece and work out 
You know, how do we make sure that families get the money that they need um, in order to be able to, you know, sustain themselves and create a living? So, i.e. create businesses, maybe local businesses. Um, I know in Sierra Leone, they have like the food markets. Um, They'll create like charcoal type businesses, you know, artesian type businesses, you know, lots and lots of different type of businesses they can create. And I know some of the charities actually um, have business type of grants that they give the families. And by doing that, they're enabling them to kind of move, you know, create a better life themselves. And when they're able to do that, they're able to then take that money and then also use that to be able to educate their children. So there's a huge big piece out there. And whilst, of course, you know, um, the kindness company isn't an an official charity, um, I feel, as you can tell, probably very, very passionate about this. And what's one of the things I would like the reasons behind why I want our dolls to be able to kind of help build schools. Um, and actually, that probably brings me on to an, another interesting piece in that as I was closing the end of week one and coming into the beginning of week two, I was thinking about our messaging, the story that we were telling our movement and how I was going to like essentially um, hook, so that's an interesting word for marketing, but hook people in um, so that hopefully, you know, they could share in, in, in the journey that we're about to embark on. And I was trying to work out kind of, you know, what's the messaging going to be? What's the terminology? What's, you know, what's our real purpose? And it was funny because I got myself completely lost in this whole piece around charity. And, you know, I was really questioning kind of, you know, about primary school children and secondary school children and what happened to them at the end of primary school you know do they then go on to have secondary education and you know what type of lives can they build themselves and I got myself really 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 bogged down um, with a lot of the detail now I love to learn anyway so I will absorb information really quickly I'm a massive reader I scan read you know give me anything I'm there I'm reading it Um, but it was really interesting because I actually digressed Um, And I think this is quite an important message. Um, I digress from the original idea that I had, which was that the dolls were to teach our children values like kindness and courage and self-belief and adventure, you know, knowledge and learning and all these kind of things. And the reason that I wanted the dolls to be able to do that is because these are all the things I see in my little girl. And I felt a real personal connection to that. And I know as society now, you know, we want, we're trying to, recognizing the fact that behind technology exists real people and we're trying to bring sort of a level of you know humanity I guess back into into our world by making sure that we're good people by making sure that we're kind you know by even encouraging ourselves and our children you know to push past barriers and people saying things are impossible and making sure that we can push past those and achieve things and be brave you know, and sometimes we're people in situations where they're fighting horrible things. And, you know, it's just having that courage to be able to sort of find your way through that and navigate your way through that. And so that was the idea behind the dolls. And all of a sudden, I'm getting really lost in the whole piece around, you know, what the dolls will be supporting. And the dolls, yes, will be raising money to help build schools. And that's massively important because that social good is something that I fundamentally wanted. I'm at the heart of this business. But actually, that isn't what essentially the products are. And I had to really sit down and think about it. And I ended up kind of almost after three hours writing loads of notes and learning all these stats, suddenly thinking, oh, my gosh, I've wandered about 20 miles away from my original idea. And I think that happens, especially in the early stages of business. You get consumed with so many different ideas and so many different ways that you can do something. And especially and if you're doing something like social good, you'll get consumed with different ways that you could possibly um, get out there and help. And if there's other things that you can do, maybe you can start different businesses and it all, you know, it can all run away with you really quickly. And so I've learned over the years that the best techniques I I can use 
issues are number one is to centre back to my why. So if you remember from podcast one, I talked about the why, and that is the thing. That's your compass. Um, that's your purpose. So my why is to inspire others to follow their dreams so that together we can leave a mark on this world, um, which actually is changing more into change this world because I'm I'm a you know big believer in being able to do things like that, um, and so. I had to use go back to my why and sit really still and think, right, okay, is everything I'm saying navigating me away from my why and navigating me away from the, the core purpose? And it was, so I had to bring myself back. The other thing that I do is I talk openly to anyone who will listen, um, poor people, um, and often they will challenge me and say to me, you know, but that isn't what you said originally, that isn't what you wanted to do. And I would sit there and think, oh my gosh, they're completely right. So there's different tools that you can use. Some people will just do mind maps and maybe keep those mind maps, then go back to them and say, actually, that was my original mind map. Does that still stand? Has something changed that means I've got to actually expand on that now? Or have I just wandered off into the wilderness and got a bit carried away and I need to bring myself back? So that was really interesting. And I was surprised it's happened so quickly because, as I said, we're only just embarking on week two now. Um, But it was kind of really, really exciting for me to sort of pause and know and recognize what I had just done and that I'd actually wandered off into the wilderness and I needed to bring him back the other part of it as well is the idea needs to be kept simple so whatever you do with your business and exactly with with the kindness company for example there are so many facets to it and so many ways I want to build it out but actually I know that if I make that complicated then my messaging will be complicated and if my messaging is complicated then it's not going to be an easy thing for people to understand it's not going to be an easy people thing for people to identify with, you know, and I'm not going to be able to kind of deliver the value and, um, you know, be able to support in the way that I want. And it will just create frustration all around. So you need to keep things simple. And so when I was thinking about this, I was very clear, you know, I know that we're doing a load of good. You know, that's what I wanted. I wanted social good within my new business. So I know that we're helping artisans and I know that we're going to be building schools and helping children in schools. And there will be a section eventually on the website and through what we're doing that will explain why those causes are so important you know and why you know getting involved and not turning a blind eye is also important but actually at the core must sit what the product is about and for me that's about the values that's about the memories it's going to create with your children you know it's the whole nostalgic element um you know that actually no matter how many times that your child's going to cuddle and kiss and love and drag that teddy across the floor or that doll across the floor that actually it's going to create a memory for them that's going to last and live with them forever and the fact that it's twofold in that those dolls, when you purchase them, are actually going to create a legacy and a generational impact for others as well, makes them even more special. So as I talk about that and I start to kind of get clear on my messaging, I can then start to find my voice and, you know, the things that are very, very important to me that I want to actually build around and incorporate into my company. So that was the first thing. And it was, as I said, that was really, really quite interesting for me. So if you find yourself running off, find ways to bring yourself back. Some people do that through mind maps. Some people do it through talking with others. You know, some people most often will do it through their why and just using that as their compass. Um, so just just bring yourself back if you can. Um, the other thing as well is kind of the community and the movement piece. So as I was explaining, I've got Facebook there ready to go, but I'm already familiar with it. So I will build that out probably in the next couple of weeks. I'll start. Um, so I want to do about 10 weeks ahead of launch. Um, but Instagram, I'm now on a mission to start building that and to get our message out to the world and explaining what it is that we're doing. And not everyone will agree, and that's absolutely fine as well. Um, but I'm hoping that we'll find some kindred spirits out there and people that will kind of join us on our journey 
um, and that you know where we start to build sort of our customer base and also our friends because I think movements and communities are also not just about customers you know it's also about building friends and support um, around kind of what you're trying to build as well so that's really really important for me um, and then the other thing I want to talk about today is my clear goal so lots of people as they start um, new businesses will have a zillion things to do on a to-do list and those zillion things that to-do list can get very very distracting um they can get overwhelming and all you can see is this list getting bigger and bigger and so the 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 tip that i have and the thing that i try to do is just choose five things just five things that i absolutely need to do this week that will help me move towards my goal and my goal right now is to build that 10,000 following in that community before our launch. So everything I do needs to be able to contribute to that end goal that I want to do. The second thing, the, the second um, major piece is obviously my, my new products. So right now we're in sampling. So I know that that's going to be coming this week. We're from the Artesians. So my goal is to make sure that's signed off because when that's signed off, that then moves those products through to production, through to selecting the colours, all the things that we're going to be doing and bringing those products you know, even more to life so that in the following weeks, they can then be photographed, they can be launched and we get closer and closer to that launch day of September the 17th. So, you know, everything that I am doing at the moment is designed to get me closer and closer to that launch date and making sure that we are as ready as we possibly can. Now, I'm going to say this is that this goes against my natural, um, the way that I am naturally. So my nat- the natural way I am as a person, especially as an entrepreneur, is to run a million miles at something and just kind of create storm and kind of figure it out as I go along. <laughs> But I've also learned from having built a very big company before that um, sometimes slow is good and sometimes it can get frustrating, especially when you just want to go. And so you might think five things, that's all I have to, I'm going to do, but I've got capacity to do more. Oh my goodness, you know, so, but what happens is you'll suddenly start filling your time up with just other stuff and that other stuff can become very, very distracting. And again, it can make you feel very, very overwhelmed. And before you know it, you've kind of sidetracked off and taken a little dirt road um, down kind of this little bumpy lane. And you're starting to deviate away from your actual goal, the thing that you're trying to achieve. So it's, that's why I say like four or five things, because that will then keep you on course. And I promise you, they will keep you very, very busy as long as you're very clear about what it is you're trying to do. Now, again, there are lots of people out there, you know, Tony Robbins talks about time chunking, chunking your time, and there are different types of techniques you can use, all those kind of things. And, you know, by all means, reach out and have a look at that kind of information to work out what method works best for you. But I guess my message is, is that especially in the early stages of your business, um, as it is with the kindness company at the moment, you know, I can very, very easily get myself lost and chew myself up um, doing a million different things and actually find that I'm just spending time doing a million different things and not actually getting closer to where I want to be. So I'm working really hard. and, and, And I'll be honest, it's not easy because as I said, I want to run off a million miles an hour and I'm actually having to almost suppress some frustration I'm feeling and not being able to run you know, quicker and being able to kind of launch this thing next week. But I also know that if I wait and I build up all of these things properly, we will have a far more successful launch in September and people will know it's coming and hopefully waiting for it than if I did it in a couple of weeks and then we're in a reactive mode and I can't deliver, the products aren't ready properly, you know, their testing needs to be done as well. And there's a million things I've got to do before I can even consider kind of making, you know, putting these dolls into to, to the hands of children. So 
Yeah, so it's kind of exciting. The other thing that's happening this week as well is I've got a meeting with my charities, so I'm excited about that because there are different areas that we can actually help with the funding that we're going to be raising. So it's not just going to be helping towards building schools, but it's also going to be helping to kind of build the supplies for children. And also I want to find a way to be able to um, support the whole business mentoring that they're doing for families and the grants that they're giving as well, because I think that actually then enables that that whole piece um to have a, a, gen, a generational impact and that's kind of what my big vision is that's my big dream for the kindness company you know we all we can run a marathon and do something really awesome and raise money and i love the fact that more and more people are doing that and we can almost scratch the surface but part of the business the kindness company is to actually make and see change and I know that we can do that I mean somebody's already said to me leave that to the government you know it's not your job or no one person if he's not gonna be able to change the world but actually one person can change the world and it's not necessarily by doing something grand and suddenly you're famous and you know you're running you know the next big kind of massive event um, to raise funds but it's actually your contribution if that can create a generational impact then that also not only creates a legacy and your mark on the world, but it also means that the things that you're going to do will impact people forever in the future. And I can't think of anything better, actually, to spend the next hopefully 40 years of my life being able to, to do that. Um, and not to mention kind of the example, it sets my little girl as well, because, you know, of course, we all want our children to grow up to be kind and loving and all of those things. And that was kind of the ethos behind the kindness company as well. But I will leave that for another podcast and I will explain how I became about the kindness company and why I came up with it. Um, but I'll explain that in podcast three. Um, but I wish you all an incredible day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to me. And of course, if you've got any questions, let us know. You know I think you can comment below um, the podcast in iTunes. But if not, jump over onto our Instagram, which is Sprinkle A Little Kindness. Um, and you'll find that us both on Facebook or Instagram if you want to go and have the conversation with us there. That's absolutely fine as well. Um, but anyway, I wish you an amazing day and I will talk to you all soon. Take care.